everyone welcome back to don't skip legs how are we doing happy wednesday for listening to it on wednesday happy whatever day it is um guys you know this is we're back in our therapy session our weekly don't skip legs therapy with allegra your favorite therapist i know sometimes i think in my life like maybe when i'm like older like should i just like go back to school and become a therapist or something like that um i was like maybe maybe this is my calling low-key but also I don't know because I can't shut up so having someone like talk to me for an hour and me barely being able to say anything I'd be like "Mm." okay but this is our good therapy because I can keep talking to you guys and you can just listen to me you know maybe I just need the therapist (laughs) um I hope you guys had a good week last week and did something fun I'm gonna tell you guys what I did this past Friday Um, if you haven't seen on social media, because obviously I bragged about it a little bit, but I ran my first 10 miles in my life. I've never run 10 miles in my life and it's called blessing of the fleet. And it was in like Narragansett, Rhode Island. Um, and it's 10 mile road race. And my friends are like, let's do it. Let's do it. It's fun. You get to see water views. Um, there's a carnival at the end, whatever. And I'm honestly, guys, I'm not a big carnival person. I'm not a big fair person. I just hate crowds of people and then I also think that like the like roller coasters and stuff like that or ferris wheels whatever it's not really roller coasters but like the rides I'm just scared I'm kind of like what if what if they fall apart what if they break because they're they're rides that are put up you know within like the past 24 hours and it's like how do I know that they're stable at least when I go to Disney World and those like roller coasters they are built into the ground basically and they are there for life Um, I know that they're a little bit more stable. I know you can still have accidents on them, but like I feel a little bit more safer on them. Um, But this was going to be like a fun event. And they're like, you just have to run 10 miles. And then we all like chill and have fun. And I was like, you know what? Like, why not like challenge myself a little bit and run 10 miles? See what I can do. You know, I have this year I've run a couple times. They also my friends are just runners. Okay. And so when they're like, let's do something, I'm like, "Mm, like, okay, I guess like this is my field. I do like activities like this. I do like working out. So like, yeah, I should participate. But um, I really only run a max of probably of eight, eight miles. And I did that last week. So June, I ran six miles. Before that, I ran three miles in April. So April, I ran three miles. June, I ran six miles. Uh, like two weeks ago, I ran eight miles. And then this past Friday, I ran 10, you know? <laughs> I was like, this is my training. April, June, July, right into the last of July with the 10 miles. Um, but I actually, I would I would pat myself on the back for that because I feel like I did really well. Um, all my paces were around like, I don't know, I guess my split like average pace of the whole 10 miles was kind of like 8.30. Um, and for someone who doesn't run, I feel like that's really good. I don't know. I'm just going to say I did good because I want to be proud of myself out here. Um, we always got to hype ourselves up, you know, but that was probably the first time I'll do 10 miles and the last time I do 10 miles and then watch my friends be like, let's run a half marathon because they've all run half marathons and marathons before. So they're going to be like, let's run a half marathon. And I'd be like, "Mm, like maybe like probably I should. And then just like not train again and just come out the gates and run a half marathon and hurt myself we'll see <laughs> we'll see if I can add an extra three miles onto that 
But anyway, that's my fun activity that I did this past weekend. That was physical activity. The next day, my legs were shot and I kind of, I did teach class. But then after that, I just like laid on the beach all day. And I was like, I am not even going to take a beach walk today because my legs cannot do it. But anyway, that was my little my little activity that I wanted to share with you guys. If you haven't like stalked it on um, TikTok and Instagram and I can't stop posting about it and you can go watch the vlog. I felt very awkward recording it in front of people because I'm like flipping my phone around doing 0.5 and I'm like, da da da, like mile three, this is my pace. Like, let's keep cooking, let's keep going. And I was like, oh, like I'm kind of embarrassing myself. But I was like, you know what? Like, fuck it. Like, who cares? I, they don't know me, you know? (laughs) I don't know them. I should just record and just like stop getting over that little like fear and social anxiety of holding my phone up to my face. Um, Right now, I can kind of start hearing it. There are some lawnmowers going around, but I don't think they're outside my apartment. I think they're just like outside across the road. So we're just going to really hope that you can't hear any lawnmowers as we speak through our topic today, which let's just get into our topic. Um, we're It's a serious topic. So we're we're going to be talking about binge eating and it is a sensitive one. So if you feel triggered at any point like just back out of the episode go listen to some badass bitch music if you don't even want to start listening to it then back out of it now let's uh again go listen to some badass music and feel like a badass bitch and you don't have to be here for this sensitive topic either way i still love you and i'm rooting for you to feel better if that's the vibes um but anyway let's discuss it. So obviously I've been super like open with like my issues. You guys are my homies, my best friends, and I love you guys. So we talk a lot about the issues here and I've talked before about binging and restricting and how I've dealt with that. And, um, yeah, we don't want to get into the deep darkest times that I used to be in because I don't really, I've talked about it before. There's other episodes on that. I don't really want to relive that in this really in this moment right now. So we're just going to, that's the past, but I feel like binging cycle just kind of like never leaves you you know I just feel like it doesn't go away as much healing and as much of a journey it is and I know journeys are so up and down and whatever it's just it just doesn't leave it'll always find its way to come back in and it's such just like an ugly cycle that I just want to get out of. And I know if you're listening to this and you're also struggling with this and we're in this together, you also want to get out of it because like who wants to stay in an ugly cycle? Um, That's just for me personally, it's never disappeared. I don't know. I don't know about other people. Um, It just sucks that like food has to be such a big part of our lives, like in our minds when you're in this cycle, when you've had any kind of little eating disorder, not little eating disorder, but an eating disorder. Um, it just, it'll never leave your mind. <laughs> it'll literally never leave your mind. Food is just constantly on my mind where I'm like, okay, what am I eating today? What am I eating next? What are we, what's the vibes? Well, okay, could, should I eat this meal later so then I can have that dessert later? Like, what? Like, shh, brain, calm down for a second, okay? Food does not need to be the center of the world. But I think just, like, when you've dealt with it, like, in a really deep time before, it straight up 
is just your brain is always triggered by it. Um, and it's like, bruh. But there's so many good times that I have that it's just, it's not like that. But it only comes back to that when I get into these little cycles. And finding out a lot of these cycles are triggered by stress and emotions and stuff like that. And that's what it causes, like emotional eating. And that's what's into the binging. Um, Obviously, we know my cute bipolar disorder. So I think for me, a good amount of my binging cycles comes from my mood switches, from my bipolar. Um, Binging in general for like me, it is the stress response. Um, If I'm like getting anxious or sad or feel like I'm under a lot of pressure, um, it's like I just want to like eat food to feel something else, you know? And then after feeling that something else, then it becomes self-hate. And then I feel shameful of myself. And I'm like, this is causing so many other emotions that didn't need to happen. And it's just being triggered from like a sad little mindset that I put myself in. I just tend to start eating. If I am very like, because I'm bipolar type two, so I'm either depressed or manic or whatever. And I'm on like mood stabilizers and antipsychotics, you know, you know the drill, um, Medicaid, but <laughs> that's just what works for me. Um, but obviously medication does not fix all and I still have mood switches. And when I start binging is usually when I am sad and it can be triggered by literally anything. I... For example, <laughs> let's just say it. For example, last week I was hanging out with this like friend or whatever and um, a boy. And <laughs> then like two days later I was going to see him and he like never texted me and then we didn't see each other and that triggered me because then I was like sad about it. So which then led into a nice little couple days of like depressed vibes, but I just kept eating. Like I just kept eating my emotions and it was just like so easy to fall into that binge because I was sad and because that is what triggers a lot of my binges. And When I'm binging, I go from sugar to salty to sugar to salty because I just feel like I'm never fully satisfying myself in what I'm doing. And I'm sitting here scrolling on TikTok while I'm eating or watching TV. And I just get into these like, like everyone's binging is different. Um, Everyone's different. So everyone deals with this differently. But like it just keeps going. It just keeps going from one thing to another to one thing to another all in one sitting for me. And then I either am very aware of what I'm doing or I'm very like, I like I black out basically. And then after I'm like, holy crap, like I really just did that. Um, and then it's like, okay, uh, what are we, what are we going to do about this? Because that happened. And now again, I'm falling into that stage of where it's like, oh, like I regret, I feel shame. I don't want anybody to know I did this. I'm going to go hide all the wrappers and stuff like that in the trash because I don't want my roommate to see how much candy bars are in there or all the, like everything. Um, Cause I'm very much, again, when I binge, I go sugary and then it's like too much sugar. I need salty. And then it's too much salty. I need back to sugar. It's like, nothing's ever satisfying me and nothing's, I'm not, I'm not feeling those good 
feels that I think that I'm about to feel from eating all of this food because then I feel like fucking shit. Like I just don't feel good. And when I don't feel good and when this is causing by like my mood switches and stuff and stress and stuff, it's just going to cause more depressed vibes and I will not get out of that mood switch. I just, it just will help it literally binging for me. I can't sleep at night then because I'm so like, I'm so full and I'm so like, I don't know, on that sugar high basically because a lot of it's sugar and I just, it's just, I can't sleep then. And when I can't sleep, it again affects my bipolar. And then again, the next day I wake up. But when I wake up, it's like, a, I don't want to wake up. I'm so tired. I didn't go to sleep until like 1, 1.30 and now I have to be up or I set my alarm. This is if this is a day where I'm not teaching in the morning and I set my alarm for like 7:30, 8. I'm like, "No." And then I'll turn my alarm off and I wake up at 10:30. And I'm like, "Now I feel like shit. Now I now I feel sluggish and I feel like shit again, and then I'm going to start eating again, and then I'm going to do the cycle all over and keep going and going and going." Frick that. And it just usually, it keeps, I don't, like, I, I mean, again, like I said, like, I basically either, like, black out on this or I'm very self-aware. Um, it, it switches on and off, depends on the day, whatever. It's usually waking up in the morning and I have a little epiphany and I'm like, fuck this. Why am I doing this to myself? Why can't I control my emotions? I know this triggered me. But let's put it into a different kind of energy that's not just going from food to food to food. Let's figure something out. And so I go into that day and because I have this epiphany, I'm like, let's, let's sit here. And usually it's always in the morning. It's when I wake up and I'm like, okay, let's sit here. I'm thinking about food right now. Do I go eat food right this second or am I just thinking about eating food because that's my brain because that's what my brain's conditioned to do when I'm in my binging cycles is just think about food 24-7. So I'm like, okay, let's sit here for a second. Let's breathe. Let's give ourselves a moment to actually wake up. Let's get my meds in me. Let's take a moment to actually wake up. Am I just excited? These are questions I'm asking. Am I, like to myself, am I just excited to eat the food because... It's what I have here and I I just get super excited to eat. That's why I start eating everything and everything also. um, So I'm like, am I just excited to eat? Am I just because this is like I woke up yesterday and started eating a lot? Like, am I going to do that today? Am I just thirsty? This is a real question I give myself, not even just in the morning, but throughout the day. Am I just thirsty? Because usually when you're craving sugary foods, you're just thirsty. Like you just need some water in you. And I'm like, okay, am I just thirsty right now because I just slept for how many hours with my mouth open and I have dry mouth? Am I just thirsty, okay? Um, And then I start to drink water because I'm like, maybe that is the thing. And anyway, you need water when you wake up because again, you haven't been drinking water for the past like eight, nine hours, five hours, whatever that you were sleeping. Um, And I sit there and I have a 40 ounce hydro flask. I fill it up and I drink. Um, I don't drink a whole 40 ounces when I wake up. Like, trust me. Oh my God, I would literally die. But I like to drink 
like maybe half or something like that. And then I'm like, okay, like, whoa, that is what I need. I just needed water. I don't need food right now. That was just my brain telling me that like my, not even like, like I, when I am not binging, I'm a big intuitive eater. Like I listen to when I'm full, I listen to when I'm hungry and stuff like that. And I'm not saying my brain's telling me I'm hungry. It's my binging brain that's telling me to eat. It's not my body telling me I'm hungry. And that is so hard to pick apart on which brain is speaking to me at the moment. So that's why I have to sit down, breathe for a second, ask myself some questions, drink my water. Holy crap. I feel better. I don't, I don't, I'm not actually hungry right now. I really just needed water. And then I'll go do with whatever with my day. And then I'm like, oh, okay. Like I am hungry right now. Like it is time for breakfast. And then I'll eat my breakfast. And then it's like, okay, now drink, drink the water. Drink the water after the breakfast. Take a second. You ate, you ate your breakfast. You ate what was on the plate. You ate what you planned for yourself. You ate it. Okay. Now you don't need to go on to that next thing because you just ate your breakfast. Let's take a second, take a little breather, drink some water. Oh, I am actually full. Like I, I do feel good. I don't need more. Good brain. Don't need more. All right, go do with whatever I got to do for the day. Come back. Oh, I'm hungry. Eat another thing, you know, drink some water. I think drinking water has helped so much and I've gotten into the grind of drinking a gallon a day and some people will literally tell you do not drink a gallon of water a day because it's gonna like drown you and you're taking all the toxins out of your body or whatever the frick um I I don't think drinking water is bad I don't like if you drank two gallons a day or like a million gallons a day like maybe we should reassess um but literally hydrating especially as in the summertime, you're sitting outside, like you need to hydrate. You can't be dehydrated or else you're going to pass out. All the exercises that we do, me teaching classes, stuff like that, like you need your water. So I think a gallon a day is perfectly fine. Um, and even if that's going to take you a second to work up to, if you're barely drinking any water, um, we're going to work ourselves up to a gallon. We're not just going to go right into a million hydroflasks a day, but it has really helped me purchasing the 40 ounce hydro because then I'm like, okay, like I just need to drink what? Like three and some yeah like three three and a half or whatever and I'm set and I really do make sure that I'm drinking a good amount in the morning good amount after my meals and stuff like that and especially during workout I always drink during drink water during your workout um so water has helped so much making that goal for me to drink that gallon drinking out of the hydro and knowing that I always have water there and to take a sip of water after I'm eating, not just a sip, but drink some water after I'm eating. And maybe if I'm even like in these binges and again, I'm watching TV or I'm scrolling through TikTok, I need to put that phone down. I need to turn the TV off. I need to sip my water and then go do something else. It's just, you have to reassess and sit with yourself for a second. Ask yourself the questions, drink some water, see how you're actually feeling. And then maybe this is going to work for you. And again, it's all of a journey. It's up and down. Like I said, I literally was binging a couple of days last week. I got in that cycle for a couple of days. I don't ever know how long it's going to last. Um, again, mood switches never know how long those are going to last. Um, psychos could last, honestly, you could just have a day of binging and then you're like, oh shit, why the heck did that happen? And then we're back to normal. You could have days of it. You could have weeks of it. You could have months of it. Like it's, it's, 
different for everybody and it's different every like circumstance I feel like like it doesn't happen like that all of the time again it's a cycle it's different (laughs) um and we are just gonna try to calm our brains down for a second because again a lot of the triggers that we're getting from it is stress it's sadness it's anxiousness it's we have this to do that we're like too stressed about and it's just easy to sit there and work on your laptop stressing over a paper that's due or something like that and eat like a full bag of chips and then eat the next thing in front of because you're just stressed and you're just trying to put your emotions somewhere else and you're trying to feel something else um so basically we're going to sit down and we're going to identify the triggers in our life and see where that binge is coming from it's just i think again we're all just going to sit with ourselves and we're going to think about it And you see like, okay, what triggered that last binge? Like, why don't we think about it for a second? What triggered it last time? I know that it was somebody leaving, (laughs) basically disappointing me or whatever. I don't know. I don't want to use the word disappointing me, but like um, something that was out of my control and stuff like that. And that was that circumstance. Okay, let's not have, let's try to fix it for the next time that happens next time somebody leaves me on red and doesn't hang out with me and we were supposed to and stuff like that you know like that didn't need to trigger me as much as it did and let's go back and to if that situation happens again and i feel that binge is coming from it how about i go do something else how about i go clean my room how about i go take a walk or go sit on the beach or go do something that is non-food related so you figure out that trigger and you're like okay like, um, let's, let's, let's again assess it and what can we do for the next time and think about an activity that you can do, that you can get up and do. And again, I know that a lot of this just happens like spontaneously and you don't even, you, again, you're black, you're blacking out and you don't even know that you're doing it, but then maybe you wake up in it and you're like, oh shit, I'm doing this. Okay get up move the food leave the area that you just binged in get off the couch get off the table get off the bed get anywhere away from the food um i've had a lot of toxic times where i realize that i get up and the food i just throw it out because i can't see it anymore else i'm gonna keep going for it and i know it's not good to like throw out food and stuff like that but it's just it just kind of needs to happen for me sometimes to give myself that control again and i just sometimes it's like feeling like there's it's around so i need to eat it i need to eat it all in one sitting and that's something that also we have to like control our minds to know that it's still gonna be there tomorrow like you can have that food today you can have that food tomorrow the next day you're gonna enjoy it either way like let's not enjoy it let's or let's enjoy it let's not just like hammer it down our throats (laughs) you know what i'm saying let's sit back and enjoy the food eat those like cookies and then be like okay like i'm satisfied again breathe take a sip of water i'm satisfied i'll go put them away and then when i want them again i'll eat them again um but i tend to just be like all right get this out of my face get this out of the house throw it out um i have a trash chute outside my apartment door throw it in the trash chute i can never see it again i can't grab it out of the trash i can't see it again boom it's done bye um doesn't mean i can't go buy it again later but i really try to stay away from anything food related meaning like going to grocery stores or going to stuff like that um or you know if i'm in if i know i'm in a binge i do not listen you have to stay on track with foods 
even when you are in a binge cycle, okay? So let's say you binge the previous day and all day, all night, whatever, you wake up, you feel like shit, you feel gross. You're like, this is so annoying. I feel so sluggish. I'm not even hungry because I ate all of my calories yesterday for like the entire week and I'm not hungry right now. Okay. Again, take that sip of water, drink some water, but then we're going to have a substantial breakfast. We're going to make ourselves our eggs. We're going to make ourselves a bagel with butter. We're going to make ourselves, we're going to have some yogurt. We're going to have a substantial breakfast. That's a breakfast that you would eat that you're normally not like binging, whatever. You're going to eat a substantial breakfast to fuel yourself, to give yourself protein, to give yourself carbs, to give yourself a good breakfast. Have that. Drink your water. Be like, okay, I'm full off of that breakfast. Good. You had that substantial breakfast. Then we're hungry in the middle of the day. We make ourselves a substantial lunch, sandwich, whatever you're feeling. Eat it. Lunch. You're having normal meals. Eat whatever snacks that you want to eat. Sit there. Assess. Don't need to binge on them. The snacks are just snacks. Have a substantial, full, whole foods, rounded dinner. Have your sweet treat for dessert. We're back on our little breakfast, lunch, little snacks, dinner, sweet treat. Boom. Organized meals. You're not going to go from, oh, like, I just ate a million calories yesterday. I shouldn't eat any calories today because I ate all of them yesterday. That's not the way we're going to think. We're going to keep eating the same meals. And I'm going to say same meals. I'm going to do the same breakfast, lunch, and dinner the next day. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner the next day. And honestly, I'm going to keep them the same meals. I'm going to keep them exactly the same day to day, day to day. It takes two weeks to create a habit. And if that's what's going to create this habit for me, and if I break it in day five and then we started over again. We're like, okay, let's, let's take it back in, reel it back in. Let's start over again. Um, and then it has just helped that I'm creating these substantial meals for myself that I'm not cycling in that binge as much. And when I'm creating good meals for myself and good drinking of water and stuff like that, and just whole foods and not so much like shitty things like my sour patch kids, my Ben and Jerry's, my, uh, was it twin snakes? I love twin snakes um, <laughs> and stuff like that. Chocolate bars and everything, you know, um, when I'm not putting that in because I'm feeling good on the meals that I'm having, the, the mood switches are lessening and the binging is lessening because I'm eating full rounded meals. I know that also during these times that it can be very hard to cook for yourself because again, it's a thing you're surrounding yourself by all the foods. You don't even know what to like make because you don't even know the vibes. Then I don't know. Um, I'm trying to like, cause a lot of the times it's like, I will just go, <laughs> I just go to, cause I'm a rotisserie chicken lover. I just go to the grocery store and I get a rotisserie chicken and I get the stuff for salads and for my pita chips and stuff like that. Like right now I'm hyper fixated on this one dinner. That's my watermelon chicken salad with pita chips. Mm, So good. I'm getting my carbs. I'm getting my fruits. I'm getting my veggies. I'm getting everything in there. My nice loaded salad and everything. 
trash truck driving by. BRB for that. Um, okay, guys. I don't think we hear it. We're good. We're good. Um, so I'm always a big rotisserie chicken. It could take a lot of me to cook chicken. I, I go get rotisserie chicken. That's my protein. I'm having some protein. I can make it for lunch too. I can make a chicken sandwich. Ooh, chicken sandwiches. I love chicken sandwiches with my chicken and my bread. And yes, I'm a mayo girl. My mayo and my lettuce and a pickle. Ooh, pickles. So freaking good. A couple chips. Yes. Okay. I'm making meals for myself, but I'm using that rotisserie chicken and it's not taking so much effort out of me. And I know that it's something easy that I can just make in freaking two minutes and I'm ready to eat. And I'm not thinking about all these different types of foods that I can have because it's literally right there, easy access, boom. It may be if meal prepping works for you and you prep all the meals for yourself out for the week and you know you're consistently, consistently eating that substantial meal. A lot of this is mental work. <laughs> A lot of it is mental work. And that is why we have to take time to get to know ourselves, to get to know our triggers and get to know what we can do when we know those triggers are coming and we can feel it and we just go and we have to do something else. Um, eating is such a crazy topic because it's like, it's just food. Why do we struggle so much with just food? Like food is fuel. This is fueling us. This is what's making us a person every single day. This is what's helping us in the gym and working out in life, you know? So why is it such a struggle for a lot of us? It just sucks and it just keeps happening and we just have to keep going on this journey and keep fighting it and keep trying to figure out what's going to be best for us. Another thing I want to say is we need to stop labeling ourselves as binge eaters. You're identifying yourself as a binge eater. It's going to make you feel shitty about yourself. It's like walking around and calling yourself ugly and saying you're the ugliest person here and you're just going to feel ugly and you're going to think you're ugly. Okay. So, and this is something that like I'm working on. Oh my God, this trash truck is just backing up outside the window. Boom, boom, boom. Bye trash truck. Keep going. (laughs) Keep going. Oh my God, there's literally another like lawn mower, like landscape truck uh, driving by and the trash truck and they're trying not to hit each other. This is what happens when I have big windows and I can look outside at everything. Anyway, let's get back into our serious topic and stop talking about the trash truck. (laughs) Um, This is something that I'm kind of like figuring out right now. And I don't know if this is something that's going to work for you or not, but I just want to stop labeling myself as a binge eater. Maybe I'm not really binging some days and I'm calling myself a binge eater and I'm just putting that negative mindset on myself, that negative mindset on the food that I'm eating, the bads and the good foods, because I'm, there's literally another car trying to get out of the driveway around all of these other trucks. Man, guys, you need to stop. I need to close all of these blinds over here, but I need the lighting. Um... Guys, do they not know that we're recording Don't Skip Legs? Do you see the sign? This means we're recording. The sign means we're recording. You do your work, though, and I'm going to do my work. Um, But I'm going to try to get out of the negative mindset of labeling myself that binge eater. 
if we call that's this is the only example i have for it if i call myself ugly i'm gonna think that i'm ugly i'm gonna feel ugly if i call myself a binge eater i'm gonna feel bad about the foods that i'm eating that i am a terrible eater that i just throw all my progress away because i'm just eating and eating because i'm sad and i'm stressed and stuff like that no Get out of the label of a binge eater. Just say you're a person, you're a human. You don't need to label everything as foods of what, like making yourself this, putting yourself in this box. You know, we don't need the label. We don't need it. We're gonna try to get away from the label. We're just living life. And what's a binge eater for me might not be a binge eater for the next person, you know? And it's just, I'm eating normal amounts of food and my body's hungry and I'm, you know? It's all different. It's subjective. It's different from person to person. We are not ugly people. That is far from the truth. And we don't need to label ourselves as binge eaters because it's just putting that ugly label, that ugly negative mindset that's just going to make us feel bad about ourselves. And we need to be positive about ourselves because if we're not positive about ourselves, what are we doing in life? (laughs) We need to like ourselves. We need to love ourselves. We need to be positive and we need to keep thriving. We need to thrive. We need to not only survive, but we need to thrive. So stop trying to put negative energy around the foods that you're eating, around the bad and good foods, around the binging. We're not labeling this. We're not labeling foods. We're not labeling ourselves. We are just vibing. So long story short, practices that we're going to do is breathing, asking ourselves some questions. Am I hungry? Am I just thirsty? Am I bored? Am I just sad? Let's go do something else that doesn't involve food. Let's, if we just binged for hours or an hour, 10 minutes or whatever, and I was sitting on that couch, let me get off of that couch and let me go into the outside world. Let me go do something else. You know, let's go get away from that. Let's go do something else. Come back with a clearer mind. Okay, I'm hungry. It's dinner time. Let's make myself my my chicken my it's a chicken salad my chicken salad and pita my hummus pita pizzas obviously i'm very into pita and hummus and like stuff like that in the summertime like i feel like it's just the biggest summer food you know um let me make my quesadillas oof i haven't made a quesadilla in a minute i could make a quesadilla tonight that sounds really good right now um assess when you're hungry assess when you're not hungry find out your triggers if that triggered you the last time, and maybe we don't even know our triggers because, again, we black out and we don't know what's happening, but think about it. Really think about it. What triggered that? And then how do we fix that so it doesn't trigger me the next time so we don't fall back into the cycle? And, again, it's all a journey. It's up and down. It ha- it'll happen more than you want it to. And then maybe one day, maybe one day in this perfect world, this doesn't have to happen anymore and we don't have to go through this and we're just living our lives normally. And there's actually no normal. No one, no one is normal. <laughs> no one is normal. We're all just here surviving. Um, but let's take these negative labels away from ourselves. Let's not label ourselves a binge eater. Let's label ourselves as a human, as a human that eats because we need food to fuel ourselves to be human that's our long story short here (laughs) long story short aka 35 minutes of talking about let's get out of this cycle i hate the cycle everyone hates the cycle the let's restrict let's binge let's just binge oh like oh my goodness can i just eat food and be normal (laughs) again there's no normal but you know what i mean um 
But yeah, I feel like this was a good talk and I feel like a lot going through this and me writing it out and me thinking about it is going to help my progress and stuff like that. So maybe also go journal, go write out your feelings. Like that's another reason I really write out these like podcasts, what I want to say, because it makes me think and it makes me like reevaluate stuff and then like talk about it to you guys. Um, But yeah, maybe go journal about it. Go think about everything that you do. Go write the questions out that you want to ask yourself every time you feel like you're falling into the cycle. Um, So then you know what questions to ask yourself and what to do. And then maybe you write down, because again, if we're in that like haze, maybe you write down the things that you like to do or the things that did trigger you and stuff like that. Um, It's really just good to get to know ourselves, to reassess, to sit down and be like, okay, this is what's happening. Let's figure out a way for it not to happen. Anyway. (laughs) I love a good serious topic day. I really need to get a guest on this podcast soon. ASAP Rocky, I need to get. Oh, (laughs) I wish I get ASAP Rocky on this podcast. Uh, I love ASAP Rocky. Um, I always just say ASAP Rocky when I mean ASAP. And my friends have started to say it too. So we need a guest to come on here. Also, actually, we talk, my first guest on this podcast, Elizabeth Beisel, my best friend, my soulmate, person in life. Right now, I'm going to plug her real quick because I'm wearing her sweatshirt. So if you're watching this on YouTube right now, you can see it. Um, listening to it on Spotify, you're just going to go look it up. So Block Cancer is her little like um, organization that she has. She swam, if you're a Rhode Islander, she swam from... Um, Point Judith in Jamestown to Block Island, which is, I don't remember how many miles. Oof, that's bad of me because I'm her best friend. A lot of miles that took her a lot of hours and she's doing Block Cancer to um, donate to cancer research and cancer trials and stuff like that. So right now I'm wearing her sweatshirt and you can go buy her merch. <laughs> I'm really plugging her. You can go buy her merch, um, blockcancer.com, or you just look up Elizabeth Beisel on um, Instagram and stuff like that. And her sweatshirts and her t-shirts are really cute. And a lot of the proceeds go right to that cancer research, right to cancer trials and stuff like that. And it's cute. All of her um, sweatshirts and shirts and stuff like that is all like named after people people around her that is a cancer and survivors and not survivors unfortunately and just like everything is just about her organization is just so wonderful and stuff like that so if you want to go support my soulmate in life she is doing this and her sweatshirt is so cute I'm wearing it right now and I'm really comfy because it's cold outside right now and when I said it's cold it was like 70 degrees but I'm cold so I needed to put a sweatshirt on and I was like you know what I got a cutie little black cancer sweatshirt and I wanted to tell you guys about it so there is that little plug at the end of the podcast also don't skip legs merch still exists on my Instagram let's plug a second thing me um <laughs> Yeah, they're they're on Etsy, so they're always available if you want to go buy a little like don't skip leg shirt because you know I want to see us all in them. Um, but yes, guys, um, I love you all. Thank you for listening to another week of me rambling on about some topics, and this is an important one. So I'm glad that we can work through this stuff together. And I love you all, and I'm proud of you if you are going through this. It's ugly cycle and you are working through it and we're working through it together and we're here for each other and I'm here for you and I'm proud of you for working on yourself and yes you guys are so cute okay I love you all um have a great day have a great week I'll see you next week and bye bye